Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Up Podcast. We got the Crucial Conversations. It's Friday. I've got my buddy Jamal back with me. Jamal, how's it going? Man, you know it's going well. Cannot complain. You wouldn't <laughs> let me even for try. Yeah, this is... um. This is the time of year. It's uh, I always remember now. So I, I know in my schedule here in Indiana, we have that year round school thing where we have an abbreviated summer schedule. So uh, a lot of times we get out like May 31st, June 1st or 2nd kind of thing. But then we go back. We go back August 1st. Um, right. I know that your summer breaks a little bit different mine, but you're in the home stretch, right? Yep. We got 30 days. No break. Straight. No chasing. There we go. Um, going forward. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're in the realm of hard work right now. Your head's down. Oh yeah. It it definitely has to be. I think, I think we should definitely explore that topic tonight. And I'll, and I, and I'll start by saying this. The only thing that works is work. I, I, I read the title down of this book, uh, give yourself the gift of done. Um, I didn't read the book because I felt like the title was more than enough for me to really understand um, that the only thing sometimes that will make you feel better or get your get that feeling of feeling burnt out off your back is getting that work done. Yeah, so I'm glad you said that because um, sometimes I think uh, there is a misnomer that you know people are you know, and, and and there's been a little bit of backlash people are like that hustle that grind i i can i can sleep while i'm dead kind of thing um so there there is there is a fine balance there between doing the work and overloading yourself yeah yeah elaborate on that a little bit what do you mean by that well actually i'm going to go even a, a different angle on that uh, because like what we're not talking about is doing that. I, I can do 72 hours a week kind of thing. I don't, I don't think we're suggesting that at all, but I would like to Great. point out though. It's actually something my dad pointed out to me. Um, he, he got concerned about me right when I took um, the CEO position and, and he was worried that I was doing too much. And he said, and he said, uh, you know, he's just concerned about the stress level. I said, no, I said, um, uh, I, 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 I've got enough time. I'm not keeping busy. I'm staying productive. Mm. I think that there's work and then there's busy. Busy right. is in my, and by the way, don't get me wrong at times. Sometimes I got to admit, sometimes I stayed busy. Busy is, Oh, I got to go out and rake the leaves. Oh, you know what? I need to go and lay that corrugated um, drain tile. You know what? Come mm -hmm. to think of it. Now's the time I can, you know, patch up that fence. Mm -hmm. Like that was staying busy. I was trying to preoccupy myself to stay busy because deep down inside, I didn't want to do some of the work, but I had the excuse of doing too much work. Right. And, you know, as you said that, you know, what comes to mind? Yeah, I think, and I don't think it's just in the education profession, but I think it's every, in every sector or every private, public, whatever. We, I think that's where we perceive burnout to happen is when we do a whole bunch of things that really don't move us towards our goal, or I, I call it, uh, and Jim Collins calls it, getting caught up in the whirlwind. And the whirlwind in school schools for administrators looks like when you get in, when you get into the office, there's that upset parent there. The lights are out. 
you know, you have, there's a fight in the courtyard, uh, you know, because those kids decide to show up and which one do you, do you go to first? And then you, you got your observation scheduled and you have all of that stuff happening and it's just the whirlwind of the day. And you went in with a to-do list and all of these important items that you had to get done, not to say that those things I just mentioned are, are not important, but they just somehow pop up and you get caught up in the whirlwind and you get busy. Now those things are important. You have to give those attention, but man, not getting to that to-do list and, and moving that lever forward because you know that report was due today and now you got to ask your superintendent or your assistant superintendent for a deadline extension, or they're going to email you for that deadline extension. And you just get into this cycle, this cycle, this cycle of, man, I feel like I can never get nothing done. Yeah. I, and that's, <laughs> I think that's when in some ways, like the people that some, the influencers that are out there getting it, I think that's where they create a lot of anxiety. I think that like people assume that you have to be like them and do like them and, you know, do the 80 hour, you know, week and that kind of thing. And, and, and that's, that's not it at all. That's not it at all. Um, so I know that you're definitely doing the work, not just mm-hmm. staying busy. What are some of the things that you gravitate to, especially this time of year? Because this time of year, like you can stay busy and do all the work. How do yeah. you how do you well, separate those? Yeah. So here's here's something that just before I start just breaking down, like giving trying to give practical examples. I look at the year in like our work year in seasons. And I know that, you know, there's a hot time, there's a cold time, there's a kind of hot time, and there's a kind of cold time. And, and I look at it, and in every season, I feel like there's a different schedule that I use. So right now, right now, currently, I'm using my learning curve schedule. While I wake up early, I wake up extremely early. I wake up at four, and I'll get into the office at five, and I'll get four hours of work done just paperwork, whatever it is I need to get done. Um, Because what essentially what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get three to four hours every day before my family wakes up, before anybody steps on campus. And that allows me to move through a lot of different things and get really far ahead. And I never do that for for more than six weeks. And then when those other things pop up, I'm I'm more calm about it because I've gotten all this other work done and it's not I don't feel the pressure of, you know, or I don't feel the the feeling of burnout like I, I can never get anything done. I, I I feel tired at the end of the day. Yeah. And I feel like I need a nap, but I don't feel <laughs> like I don't feel I don't feel burnt out because I'm still getting things done. Yeah. I I um I hear that. Um I, I I also scrub that against, well, you're a parent of three. I'm a parent of three. Um, although if you ask Alicia, she's a parent of four because she has to corral me. But uh, that's also another thing that <laughs> sometimes when you're doing the work and it starts stacking up and then uh, the worst feeling in the world is all of a sudden you, you're about ready to go to bed and you all of a sudden realize you didn't acknowledge your children hardly at all today. 
And in, in those moments is when I back up and go, Whoa, wait a second. Um, you know, sometimes in the midst of, you know, you have so much to grade and you have so much to do and you have so much, you know, to plot out for your curriculum and all sort of stuff. Um, I, I don't know. That's when I was just take a hard time out. And then that, um, you know, that mental health day every now, I didn't take many, but every now and then I'm like, matter of fact, I shouldn't say this, but like, there's a couple of times where, um, gosh, especially when Ava was young, I just like, you're staying home today. It's me and you, <laughs> but anyway, right. I, I can talk about that, but yeah. No, it, no. That, and, and that's, and I'm glad you mentioned that because, because that's precisely why I wake up at four and, and I'm in my office by five because there is no, I have no, I don't normally schedule anything at four, between four 30 and, and 8 AM. My kids are normally asleep. So when I got home today, I cooked dinner. I interacted with my kids. I was, I was present with them. I, I helped shower them and, and I can give that time now. And I was home on time. So I'm not staying late as well. I'm going in early so I can leave on time. It makes me look like I got it all under control, but I'm actually getting there earlier. And I, and I think, and I think going back to one of your points, um, the, the idea of busy and I think sometimes if it, there's a, there's this book by, I think it's in Roger Craig called the Oz principle. He talks about how, you know, people use excuses to not hold themselves accountable, but something that stood out to me in one of, in one of the excuses is people will say, the reason why I can't do my work, I'm paraphrasing. The reason why I can't do my work is because of the work that I have to do. And that really doesn't make sense. And just to give, you know, just another, I guess, phrase before I go into what I mean, Floyd Mayweather said um, in one of his interviews, he said, you know, the reason why I know I'm going to make, you know, $10 million in the next, you know, three months is because I'm focused. He says, there's a, there's a lot of things that I could be doing. He says, but I wake up, I work hard and I focus on one thing. He says, the, the, the problem with the younger guys is they're just not focusing and they're not working towards their focus. And I, I kind of took those two things this last year and I've, I've kind of created this, this mentality of, okay, so what do I need to focus on? And I'll attack that aggressively in that learning curve schedule because it's just for a season it's, it's only for six weeks i only ever do it six weeks at a time and then i take three months off of that because it's not sustainable but focusing on the work that's most important and you'd be surprised with what you can do in six weeks so six times you know six times two that's 12 120 hours of work that you can get done without anybody interrupting you yeah, that's, that's, that's a good plan. Uh, I, it's funny. We're in some ways we're center talking about doing the work, but then now we're also talking about prioritizing and balancing and, and, and really that's, that's coming full circle. I, I, uh, if there's one thing that I've enjoyed about our friendship, uh, is that we've, I, and boy, this sounds self-congratulatory, but like, and I'll say this about you before I say it about myself, but like, I think we've done a really good job of, of having that perspective, um, and being a better person first and a better father first and a better husband first than mm -hmm. being a great educator. Um, yes. And not, and not falling into that guilt. I mean, like, right. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, and, and I mean, I, I mean this loving, there was, 
early in my career, and I'm not going to name names because this person was a great person, but this particular teacher um, prided themselves that, um, <laughs> I don't want to get, she, her car was in the parking lot the first and her car was the last to leave. And in some ways there was like, matter of fact, just to be vindictive and mean, like, again, this is when I was in my twenties, but like one day I decided to show up at like four 30 and I beat her there. Um, mm-hmm. And it bothered her. And I just <laughs> did it on purpose. I think I came in and just literally fell asleep, but mm-hmm. that whole, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm here, you know, 13 hours a day. What about you? And, and there was like this expectation that to keep up with her would, was mm-hmm. somehow going to be glorified. And in the end, like when I, you know, I kind of one time vented my frustration to another teacher once. And like he said, he's like, dude, no one cares. <laughs> and he's like, you know, like, and I, and I don't mean this to demean, but at the same time, you know, her kids were grown and he pointed that out because this is right when Ava was a baby. And he's like, A, you know, she's got, her children are grown. And B, like, there's no reward by doing 13 hour days here. She gets paid the same as, you know, well, she didn't because she had years experience, but like basically she got paid the same, whether she was there the seven and a half or 13. And that's also another kind of life perspective that, you know, I I, also smarter, not harder. And I don't necessarily think she was working harder. I think she was staying busy um, to showcase. And I mean, no disrespect by this person, fantastic person, but there was that I'm going to outwork everybody, almost competition that just used to rub me the wrong way. So, so as you were speaking, one, one word came to mind and I wanted to make sure that I shared this with everyone integrate. You're one person and you do, you, you do everything in your life for yourself. And I've never said that sentence out loud, but it's so true. You do everything in your life for yourself. Um, And what I mean by that is there's only one you. So the word integrate came to mind because I think what we do is we neglect other parts of us that make us whole. And just recently, just recently, I violated one of my rules. So I did I did a learning curve schedule and I also worked on the weekends. So when I do a learning curve schedule, I don't I don't do um, I don't work anything. I don't touch anything nights or weekends. Well, I decided that I was going to do, I couldn't rest. I was restless. So I worked over the weekend and then I woke up early and I got in and by Tuesday, I didn't have anything to give to anyone. I was grumpy to my kids. I was grumpy to the people that I lead, like like all that stuff. Right. And we, and we, me and you, we pray every morning that we, we have the capacity to lead. And I didn't feel like I had the capacity to lead. I needed a nap and I laid down. And uh, so I took a day off. I got myself back together. Um, you know, and, you know, Cynthia, you know, had some, had some things going on. One of my kids was sick. So I, I stayed home and I helped out in that regard. But I, I say all that to say, I think as we, we all want to be high performers and there, there, as much as we would love to say that we can actually balance our time. We cannot because you you sleep for six to eight. Four hours of your day is getting ready for work or coming home from work. And, and if you live an hour away, it's probably more. 
Um, that's if you live 15 minutes down the road, right? You wake up, put your clothes on, get your coffee, do your devotion, whatever it is that you do in the morning. And so you're spending those four hours and then you and then you work for eight hours and then you have about four hours left at the end of the day. So really, when you break down time in the 24 hour segments, there is no balance. However, you know, I've, I've started this thing where, you know, for I, I want to work out every day. What does that look like for the working person? You Well, if you integrate, my thing is I need to walk 15,000 to 20,000 steps every single day. I can walk at work. I can park my car really far away, or I can make sure that I, that I walk around the office a lot more than I normally would, or, or I can be more strategic about that. I can integrate exercise into my life. Am I, am I going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, but I'm integrating. So that way, when I come home, I don't have to go to the gym. So that way yeah. I can wake up and do those things. There you go. You know what? All this has inspired me to wrap this one up and it's almost bedtime for Grant. So what a high note as we talk about integrating some of our decisions and prioritizing our life and putting in the work. Great time for, and Jamal, you already put your kids to bed. I was, yeah. Anyway, so I got to go do the same now. So uh, speaking on behalf of two dads that are uh, prioritizing and integrating, this is Don Wetrick with Jamal Cook reminding me those opportunities are everywhere. We'll see ya.